This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, this is a story we are definitely going to be talking about throughout the day today because we are expecting some developments in the next couple of hours in the SNC-Lavalin situation. We hear, we're hear we hearing that Jody Wilson-Raybould has submitted an audio file of a recorded conversation to the House of Commons Justice Committee. Let's find out what that is and what has been going on. Joining us now is Amanda Connolly, who's our global news political reporter in Ottawa. Amanda, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. This came as quite a surprise this morning. What do we know at this point? This did. So this was originally a report from CBC News, I should point out, first of all. Yes. Global News has since confirmed that and more, noting that uh, there there was an audio file uh, shared by Jody Wilson-Raybould, the former Attorney General, with the House of Commons Justice Committee as part of this package of material that she had volunteered to submit to them when they refused to invite her back for a second round of testimony on the SNC-Lavalin affair. Now, we don't know what actually is in that audio file or what conversation it may have been recorded of, but we do know so far that uh, this appe- the, the plan right now is for this to be released as part of the package of materials, roughly 44 pages long, that we are going to be getting a look at later today. So we're hearing roughly between about 3.30 and 4.30 this afternoon, and, and the Liberal chair of the committee, Anthony Housefather, uh, did confirm that this will be released publicly later this afternoon, but would not give a specific time for that. Right. So uh, tw- 12 th- uh, 3.30 your time. So for us, it would be over the lunch hour. So between 12.30 and 1.30 our time. Is that right? Yes, so that would be 3.30 and 4.30 Eastern is what we're hearing so far. Okay, so what is the process, Amanda, that they have to go through here to release this information? Like, why would it take that long? So this is really where it starts to get a little bit interesting. And this is, again, where Global News, we got a little bit more information about this story this morning. So normally what happens when this kind of information is submitted to a committee, if it's submitted in only one of the two official languages, the committee then goes through a process to translate that material because you do have operations on Parliament Hill that are conducted equally in both languages. So normally when that's the case, uh, the release of that material to committee members will not happen until translation is complete. What we're hearing happen here, and I spoke with a source who was explaining this earlier today, is that there had been an attempt by the opposition members to ask the committee for unanimous consent, so basically to have all members agree that the material could be shared internally among committee members prior to it being released to the public when translation was complete. Now, we don't have a lot of details about this, so again, I should caution there, but again, what we're seeing, what we're hearing so far is that two Liberal members of that committee have been refusing to basically respond to that call for unanimous consent. So they haven't said no, but they also haven't said yes. And that means that the members of the committee all in, so all of the members there, have not been able to see any of the material here. It's currently with the clerk of that committee, who's kind of the administrative head who handles all of the, the process and things like that until the translation completes. And once that happens, we're g- there's going to be about a 45, 30 to 45 minute window between when it, the information will be shared with the committee and when it will actually be posted publicly. So it's going to be a, a very exciting afternoon. We're going to be seeing yes. a, a, a potentially a lot more information here from Jody Wilson-Raybould about her original testimony and some of the challenges that were that have been raised to that by people who appeared after her. Right. So let's reiterate that as well. So the information that she provided here, was it to bolster her previous testimony? Was it to rebut testimony that we heard like from people like Gerald Butts? So that's the suspicion right now. Again, there's been very little said about exactly what's in here. And even the, the, the individual that I was speaking to 
today who does have knowledge of, of what's going on right now at the committee was saying that they there's again there, it's not clear what is actually in that package of material until it will be released what we're hearing though is that she had said publicly when she announced that she would share this additional material is that she wanted to basically clarify some of the points that had been raised by those who spoke after her at committee now of course there were a number of individuals who did that one of them as you mentioned was Gerald Butts the former principal secretary to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau we also saw the clerk of the Privy Council Michael Wernick who has since resigned, uh, was also one of those ones who came back and testified following her original testimony. So we would expect to see if she's, if she's looking to, pardon me, if she's looking to kind of contradict some of the, the evidence that was put forward by them, we, it, it would be likely that it may, it may focus on some of the, the questions that were raised by those two individuals. Right. So when she testified, and I'm trying to remember all the details there, Amanda, did she ever talk about phone conversations or had there ever been any indication prior to this that something might have been recorded? That something might have been recorded? No, that there were phone conversations and in-person meetings. We did know that. She laid out the details of roughly 10 phone calls and 10 in-person meetings with really a variety of officials, both uh, people who are working on the political side of things as well as bureaucrats on this issue. And so there really is a, a, a wide variety of what this recording could potentially be about. We also don't know, we have not, uh, there's no confirmation at this point that she herself is on the recording. We know that she has submitted a recording to the committee, but there's been no indication or proof at this point that she is one of the people who is party to that. For all we know, it could be anybody else as well. Right. But wouldn't she have to be though, in order for that to be legally recorded? I uh, think you, you, you I mean, again, there, there are the meetings and the phone calls that she was detailing happened with uh, herself, with members of her staff right. uh, across this kind of time frame as well. So the, you could potentially raise the specter that maybe someone would have given her a recording that she could also share with the committee. So, again, there's very little uh. information right now. We don't have any confirmed indication of what is on that recording, but there is a wide possibility of what it could potentially be based on what she has described so far. Okay, and this is quite unusual for a Friday, isn't it? Because normally Friday is a quiet day in, on, in Ottawa. Well, it depends on the week. We do see this sometimes when there is a big... A uh, big, big item, or kind of something that that might, uh, you know, kind of consume focus during the course of the week that will be dropped in on Friday afternoon or late into the day on Friday, and so this this certainly is um, it's not unusual to happen in Ottawa. We do see this kind of thing happen where a big big news items will drop late in the day. But generally when that happens, you, you do have to question why that's the case. Why wouldn't this have been done earlier? Yeah. And why wouldn't it have been done particularly prior to? You know, the weekend coming in when you would have a lot more opportunity to have people come onto shows to ask questions and things like that. So that will certainly be one of the questions that will be on people's minds today. Oh, it definitely is on mine. Okay, thank you so much, Amanda. I know you're going to have a busy afternoon. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. That is Amanda Connolly, our global news political reporter in Ottawa.